Welcome to the marvelous Miss Maisie. I'm gonna give you a little um bum ba da bum. I'm gonna give us a little drum roll here because it, it is um what day is it? Easter Sunday, baby. It's and Easter we're Sunday live. And use this this use this as a time marker keeper for how long it takes Tim to hang on to this recording and post it to Instagram. We love it. It's okay. the 17th of April, baby. We'll see you that's in June. That is a real, yeah, that's a real specific call out. And I, and I take it with pride. Sorry. No, Turn around fine. and bend over. Let's get going. I, we just started. <laughs> Welcome to the Bar Lizzie with Daisy. Hello. I'm we're, I'm Maisie Lodd. We're talking about um, Black Widow today. Black Widow. Hey, we did it. We Black made it Widow. to the, we made it to Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> We, we made the it. Black Widow movie. Uh, we this was we've come full circle. This we've, movie came out after we started the podcast, and, and so I was we like are... a little sad to see you post on Instagram that you had seen this movie, and I was like, "Hey, wait a minute! I thought we were in this together, but now I get it." Yeah, because it would have been a year ago. Yep, uh -huh. <laughs> a year and twenty five movies, baby. Woo woo! And I Black Widow. Yeah. Expectations. What did Expectations. I think? Of, remind me what I thought about this movie. You hate. You have hated Scarlett. Jo yes. You have been purely on the anti Natasha Romanoff. Yes. Train. You've been. You've been conducting it at this point. You yeah. Are, all aboard. You're baby. wearing the little hat and you're pulling <laughs> choo -choo, on. Choo choo, motherfucker. Choo chugga chugga choo choo, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck Natasha. Uh, <laughs> But so I guess thoughts and expectations going into this. I know you weren't a huge fan of her, but you know, she's getting her own movie. Maybe. Yeah. That's an expectation. I thought it was going to be a, uh, I'm pretty sure my words were, I thought it was going to be like an origin story. Yeah. And you were like, no. So I was like, well then what <laughs> could it be? Um, no, it's and, just a story that takes place somewhere in the middle of these movies. Yeah. So it takes place right after Captain America, Civil War. Civil War, yes. You want to give us a quick little thesis Infinity. statement of where we're left off from that movie? Yeah, where we uh, we had just left off the uh, Captain America. Yeah, paint Tony the picture Stark. for me. <laughs> Captain America, Tony Stark had been fighting uh, the about the Winter Soldier who had killed his uh, his parents, and uh, so Cap is on the run. Uh, uh, a lot of people are are locked up. Like Ant Man got locked up. Uh, uh, Clint Barton got locked up, but um, where we're at is Natasha is also on the run because she defied the Sokovia Accords. So we are left here at the start of the movie. Was that helpful? Clint Barton, yeah. Cl Clint Barton. Okay, so that whole time, All right. <laughs> it wasn't paying attention after that. Clint Farton. All right, come All right, on. Clint Farton around. Clint. Clint Farton around. Let's go. <laughs> Black Widow, uh, 2021 <laughs> film came out last year. Debut. When did it come out? That was June 29th. So oh. yeah, or July 9th. Oh, July 9th in the United States. Okay. So uh, my birthday is June 24th. Mine's June 20th. Yay! And my social security number. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, why did I find that so fucking funny? Okay. Uh, it's film directed by Kate Shortland. Uh, it's uh, cast. Pretty much all new cast. I mean, we uh, dope Natasha, cast. Natasha Romanoff cast. Is, is we've seen a million times. We also see William Hurt is in like two scenes in this. Mm -hmm. uh, rest in peace, William Hurt. R.I.P. Yeah. That's uh, and 
everyone else in this show, like there's a voice cameo from Hawkeye at like one point, and then that's totally that's missed it. that. Everything else is brand new people. We got Florence Pugh, we got David Harbour, we got Olga Kirilenko, we got Rachel Weiss, we got Ray Winstones in this picture. I don't know who that is. Let me look at that. He's up the quick. he's the bad guy. He's the Russian man. Oh, okay. He looks he's like he's Russian gonna man. he's gonna he looks like he would sell me like steak knives on the Food Network. He looks like he would sell you into a Black Widow program. Until the red until the red room, yeah. yeah also, room. funny story. If you've ever been to Barry's Boot Camp, which is a boutique fit <laughs> <laughs> boutique fitness experience, they also call their workout room the Red Room. And I was you like, hell it... yeah, it's button legs day. <laughs> if you've ever been to did you just call it a exercise experience? Or it's a, a boutique fitness exercise experience. Okay, that is the bougiest fucking shit I've ever heard in my I life. I used to work at SoulCycle, Tim. Hop on board or <laughs> should I get off the pot? Should I get I'm, off the uh, SoulCycle bike? I'm fully off the SoulCycle bike. You want to dive into the plot or Yeah, let's go, cast? let's go, I mean, let's go. Yeah, the, the cast, cast is dope. I forgot for a second that Florence Pugh and David Harbour were in this. Loved every second of it. Thought that Rachel Weiss was uh, Brooke Shields. Turns out not the same person. And I'm pretty sure that's happened a couple times to me in several mm -hmm. movies over the last like five years. <laughs> Which is weird yeah. because I met Brooke Shields at a skating rink in New York City once. So this you is met... weird for me. What is it? Do you think it's weird for her now listening yeah. to this podcast? Because she's an we're... avid listener. She subscribes. <laughs> she comments. She's constantly posting about us on her Instagram. And now she's going to be so disappointed because she's going to be so mad at me. Sorry, Brookie. Sorry, Brooke Shields. Our bad. We go to Berries together. <laughs> for the experience. Yeah, for the fitness, uh, and, for the boutique fitness experience. <laughs> uh, plot of this shit. Uh, in 1995, super soldier Alexei Shostakov, played by David Harbour, Black Widow, Widow Melina Vostokov, played by uh, Rachel Weiss, work as Russian undercover agents posing as a family in Ohio with Natasha Romanoff and Yelena Belova as their daughters. They steal S.H.I.E.L.D. intel and escape to Cuba, where their boss, General Drakov, has Romanoff and Belova taken to the Red Room for training. In the following big, decades, stra big Stranger Things vibes already. Only because David Harbour is there. Yeah, but also like Ohio, Kids Indiana. In Ohio. It's like... Yeah, it and the is, whole uh, the whole American Pie thing was a little too on the nose. Driving the Chevy, <laughs> bye bye American Pie. So at this point in the movie, I'm kind of rolling my eyes, but I'm like, okay, fine, fine. What do you think of when David Harbor just throws that fucking like giant oh, yeah, like, tankard that, thing? You're, when I when saw that, like, I was like, we got serums. <laughs> we got serums, baby. Here we got serums for the days. The Russians got serums. The Russians got serums. <laughs> uh, but that's in this opening. We see Natasha as a uh, hair-dyed little weirdo little from blue the 90s. Hair girl. Uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes it feels like really forced to have that like origin family story but it, mm -hmm. it also, so it was like, okay, fine, I'll give you this. But it also felt a little like, oh, a uh, uh, Russian, oh, oh, and she had a sister. Oh, did we know that? Did we know she had a sister? 
We didn't know anything about okay. Natasha Romanoff in her past. In the in the past movies, she anything she says about her past was that there's something in Budapest. Uh, that, Budapest. That Budapest. Sorry, it's Budapest. Um, <laughs> and that uh, they uh, Loki in the first Avengers movie actually mentions Drakov's daughter. Oh, uh, Antonia. And it, it, when when uh, when making when like shitting on Natasha. Uh, he's okay. just like, what about Drakov's daughter? Barton told me everything. You're not oh. as cool as you think you are. And so this, some of the seeds were planted, but we didn't know shit about okay. her family. We didn't know much about uh, her other than that she had her uterus taken out. Uh, yeah. We learned that in Age of Ultron. And that was why she is a monster just like the Hulk. Remember? Mm-hmm. Just, I've got Sweden. Yeah. I do remember. Okay, keep going. No, you don't. Mm, I don't. <laughs> You're right. You're so right. In the following decade, oh, uh, there's also the credit sequence is just like this horrifying, like yeah, like it's it's it smells like Teen Spirit cover, like a like a slow, like a, scre- like a creepy kind of yeah. sad version of that song. And we just see like women being trafficked and. Uh, yeah, I'm, like, honestly, though, I oddly learned more in that opening credit sequence than, than like most other movies in their entirety. Yeah, the indoctrination. That you know, we need a montage. It was. It was actually. It, you know, it, I was like, oh shit, we're starting out harsh. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. But that's the life of a black widow. <laughs> that's the life of the red room, baby. That's the Red Room life. You can't take the RR life. Stay out of the RR. I honestly thought when they kept saying Red Room, I was like, you guys, that's not what it's called. It's called the Red Light District. You're getting it <laughs> wrong. Red Room. Red Room. Red Room. That's rum. also what I thought of. Red Room. Red Room. I didn't want it to be like too off the cuff on this episode. I was trying to keep us in line. Well, Red Room. Red Room. In the following decades, uh, Shostakov is imprisoned in Russia while Romanov and Belova become successful, dangerous assassins. Romanov eventually defects to S.H.I.E.L.D. after helping Clint Barton bomb Drakov's Budapest office, which apparently kills Drakov and his young daughter, Antonia. Bye-bye. Kind of. Not really. Yeah. How about it? How's that for a twist, you bitch? In 2016, Romanoff is a fugitive for violating the Sokovia Accords. She escapes from U.S. Secretary of State Thaddeus Ross and flees to a safe house in Norway supplied by Rick Mason, who's just like a hot guy. There's just a hot guy. Just really hot. Hot and supplying weapons, which is how I like it. And they have this like flirty relationship. (laughs) Yeah, they do. Yeah, I like this. Don't stay away from Bruce Banner. And fuck this hot guy. Who's yeah, you with that's what I'm yeah. saying. He's given you planes. He's given you compliments. He's given you a cool Norway Airbnb. <laughs> like, what's not <laughs> to like? He's given you mail that you then immediately return to where the he mail He sasses was. you. You sass him right back. It's love. Or at least what I think love is. At least none of you are capable of love because of the careers you've chosen, but at least let us see you. You're not capable of love because you don't have a uterus. Yeah. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. in uh, Yeah, it it also does this weird thing at the beginning where she's like talking to uh, Ross, uh, who's who's been in the movies, William Hurt, R.I.P., he's dead. Uh, and, And he's like, has like a SWAT team converging on her in a bathroom. And oh, then it yeah. just reveals that she's just on a boat somewhere. Yeah, I liked that because it established that she's good at her shit. Like, she's good <laughs> she's at her job. Like, 
Come on, try and come and get me. I'm the yeah. Black Widow, bitch. Come yeah. on. Although, also, I wanted to see her kick all their asses. Like, I wanted to see, like, an opening action sequence of, like, her doing that thing where she puts her legs on their neck and then throws them on the ground. Yeah, I also love the fact that Yelena calls her out for the, like, the land <laughs> the, and the hair the, flip. I thought why it was do you do so this funny. Move? You're a poser. a poser. You're posing. Uh, meanwhile, Belova kills a rogue former Black Widow, but comes in contact with a synthetic gas that neutralizes the Red Room's chemical mind control agent. Yelena, uh, Yelena is Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh, and, and it's amazing. I love carries this movie. Yeah, and God instead of it. serums, we've got gas. We got <laughs> anti. We got anti serums. We have anti serums. <laughs> I have gas. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, Belova sends an an the antidote vials to Romanoff, hoping she and the Avengers can free the other widows and goes into hiding. Uh, there's a moment there where uh, she like takes the chip out of her leg. She, so she like wakes up from brain control, rips the chip out of her leg. And then he, uh, uh, Drakoff activates uh, the Taskmaster protocol. Uh, and we see someone in a like a cool outfit staring at video footage basically watching captain america civil war yeah like he's watching like clint martin shoot the arrows and black panther do the things and essentially our villain is a copycat who can mimic all the moves of all your favorite avengers yeah pretty cool though i mean i i like that they call it a copycat rather than just having it be a stronger more evil version of every single superhero <laughs> which we've seen in every movie yeah just make them all of them yeah yeah in <laughs> like, like, why didn't Obadiah Stane have a Captain America shield? Hmm? Probably would have won. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> Jeff Bridges, remember the first Mr. Clean? <laughs> I thought I was so funny saying that, and I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> it was, hey, that's what he looks like. Uh, when Romanoff is unknowingly driving the vials in her car, Red Room agent Taskmaster attacks her. Romanoff escapes from Wait, Taskmaster. Wait, Taskmaster is maybe also the name of the guy who throws a shoe, honestly, in Austin Powers. <laughs> no, that's random task. Oh, you can see my you can see where my where it lies my confusion. <laughs> it's based it's based on odd job. This <laughs> is uh, random task. Odd job, random task. Task this is master. random task. Throws master. a shoe. Honestly, this is definitely not the first time that I've quoted that part of the movie in this podcast. I think no. This is an excellent point to bring up. I think that the taskmaster might have been a little bit more effective in bringing in Natasha Romanoff if he had thrown a shoe. If he thrown a shoe. But except he was too busy watching Captain America: Civil War and not Austin Powers. <laughs> We've Shame all been on. there. We've all been there. Just like, why am I watching Captain America Civil War? <laughs> Austin Powers is on Netflix. All three of them. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I'm a tired man. I just like geared up to do an impression and then I didn't have a spirit. In me. <laughs> I need to take my Accutane. Hold on. <laughs> what? I have to take it with a full glass of water. <laughs> Accupane. All right, keep going. Accutane for the Accupane. When you're acting strange, get some Accutane. Better back. Accu <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Romanov escapes the taskmaster and realizes that the vials came from Budapest. There she finds Belova, who reveals that Drakov is alive and the Red Room is still active. So she got hit by a rocket launcher, like her car yeah. like got fucking obliterated. And then she has a fight scene with a guy who can do the same shit that she can. With throwing a guy. A Captain America. The guy. Yeah, assume it. You assume it. You're this assuming a, that guy's pronouns. Jackass. I am assuming... I know I know Taskmaster from the comics and know that it's a guy and this was a gender swap. Oh, well, yeah. fuck me then. Okay. You're right. <laughs> I, <laughs> she gets like fucked up on a bridge. He does like, he does like a Spider-Man move at one point. He does like, like where he swings on a Yeah, rope. so we've seen it all before is the crazy yeah. thing. Yeah. And, and Very yet, familiar. He's studying the still, moves. Still scary. I think he's a scary guy. Yeah, he is scary. Uh, but he's not a guy. Uh, yeah. Romanoff. Wait, you can't just uh, like bait and switch me like that. I didn't. Because I said. Marvel did. Okay. Because <laughs> so... I said him and then you said, well, it's not a guy. And I was like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. Where it's. <sighs> Pronouns are so confusing. It's just okay. hard for me. You need to be like patient with like my ability to have a brain and like progress as a person I'm could you imagine men. if this podcast became joe rogan's podcast it will that's the hope <laughs> if, if we keep going down this path i want to change the podcast to be called the marvelous joe rogan where we just listen through <laughs> all the joe rogan episodes <laughs> you know he's got a point <laughs> hopeless people do act bad and deserve it <laughs> yeah, good point buddy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but she goes to Budapest and she meets up with Yelena. They have a fight scene in an apartment uh, where they're just throwing knives at each other and shit. And, I was you know, waiting pretty... for the point where they just dropped their guns and hugged. I wanted that. Or like maybe made out. They never. Mm, ooh. Okay. Ooh, that's, that's not. They're sisters or fake sisters. Oh, no. They're fake sisters. They're not real. That's what uh, I'm saying. So that's what makes it okay. Ah. <laughs> Uh, Anyways, we got one of the pig two in the stick, and I am just <laughs> knee deep in this film. Why? <laughs> there she finds Belova, who reveals Drakoff is alive and the Red Room is still active. Black Widows and Taskmaster attack them, but Romanoff and Belova evade them. Oh, why does it say Belova? It should say Yelena. Why does it say Natasha and Yelena? That's yeah. better. That's stupid. I'm going to try to start doing that. They evade them and meet with Mason, who supplies them with a hem helicopter. Be here's, here's a lot of action thing. in this one. Yeah. If we know, if ostensibly, if Drakoff knows that Black Widow is exists and sees her on the Avengers, why haven't they sent the Black Widows before? Probably to. I think it's because he, she, she doesn't. She thinks he's dead. I think right. She doesn't know that yeah. he's alive. So yeah, why I would he, if he sends Black Widows and the Red Room reveals the Red Room still happening? Okay. She knows it's happening and wants to shut it down. And now she has a fucking Thor god friend who can help her try and do it. So yay, <laughs> yay! <laughs> Romanov and uh, Natasha and Yelena break. Oh, what's his first name? Shostakov. Uh, oh, Shostakov. Alexei. Alexei. Yeah. That's so much better. Alexei. Romanov and Belova break Alexei out of a prison to learn Drakov's location, and he directs him to Vostokov, who lives on a farm outside St. Petersburg. Uh, so we need David to talk Harbor about in the prison. Yeah. Breaking David Harbor out of the prison. <laughs> this was 
the best part of the movie. Just yeah. like these guards being mean to him, he receives a package. We realize that he's been this like Russian Captain America propaganda, like yeah, and he's like lying superhero. in prison. Like yeah, he's, like he's he's like yes, when I fought Captain America and kicked his ass, and he's yeah. just like, when did you fight Captain and America? And he's just like the eighties, and he's like, no, he wasn't alive then. <laughs> like just beating people in arm wrestling because he's a super soldier. It's great. It's so funny, and then he like pulls the the thing out. And then it's like, there's a snake in my boot. There's a snake in my boot, but it's Russian. And then the head pops up. There's an earpiece. I'm like, this is the movie that I want to see. Yes. It's also, just intrigue. We just have to and say this. Love... Yeah. David Harbour's comic timing is exactly what like Marvel needs. Like, I just loved that he was just like the bumbling idiot dad. Like, I loved he's, that. He's really good. And he yeah. like plays like idiot kind of he's a piece of shit like, yeah like, it's like in great the, when he gets in the helicopter and uh they're just like what are you on your period yeah. or something and they're yeah. like we can't get our period because we had our uteruses ripped out because you sold us to a fucking maniac he's like okay he's okay like, okay all right wow and she's like one, one didn't even get to the fallopian tubes yet <laughs> uh he's great he really is great yeah. in this. And he's just kind of, he's like schlubby, but yeah. he still has the powers. Like he, he fits in his old suit and he's yeah. just like, ah, still fits. Yes. Yeah. It's just like a goofy, it's they're all so doing goofy. goofy Russian accents. Yeah. It's, just like, like, it's fuck great. It. Like you said, Yelena has that thing where she calls her up for posing and then does it later and is like, ugh. Yeah, I hated that. that. Ugh, well, she has some she good she has some good one liners in this too. She's so fun. And I'm so glad that she's, uh, likely to be in like a lot more of these really uh, oh good more of these things. Yeah. good i like that too perfect uh there so uh, he's also like we gotta go see your mom you know family reunion um Fa quote then, unquote family and she lives yeah. in the bay of pigs um <laughs> <laughs> yeah she lives in the same in the farm outside st petersburg she's just farming it's rachel vice it's fucking rachel vice man big rachel vice fan sorry she's not brooke shields but um why are you a big fan of her i like the mummy oh she's in the mummy she's oh the mummy. wow she's the deep cut brendan frazier formative formative yeah. uh, lady in a movie that is me. a great film should we do that oh, for next so season <laughs> we just do the, the the four mummy movies well i'm saying all the movies that we've referenced i'm saying yeah. the grinch <laughs> i'm saying mulan i'm saying the mummy i'm saying austin powers <laughs> That's what we've wanted to talk about this whole this time. This whole frankly. time. Make me a happy lady person. Make me a happy lady person. Happy too? There. Sh what? <laughs> there she is refining the chemical mind control process used on the widows. So she's uh, making anti serums or whatever. Yeah, she's doing that thing with the pigs. This, like, yeah, uh, she's like, oh, it doesn't need this much oxygen until he would have had 15 seconds until he was dead. <laughs> yeah, there's like a whole, it's it's weird. It's like, she's so, she's like emotionless. She's yeah. kind of like, and then they have like a nice little sit down family dinner. Before and they kind of hash it out a little bit though. Yeah. And okay, so plot twist. Mm -hmm. Not plot twist. Question. Did Yelena, uh, she, Elena, Elena knew that everything was fake, right? 
Because no, she, she okay, didn't. so she okay, but Natasha did. Natasha did, and okay. the idea was that at a certain point they would let her know, and then you know. So do we ostensibly think that? Did she find out at this little dinner shindig sitting at the table thing, or is she found mm-hmm. out just after the fact? Definitely after the fact. Okay. Um, for sure. Uh, okay. But they do have that argue that 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 fight about like, hey, it was real to me, and Natasha is very much like kind of closing herself off yeah. emotionally from this and being like, we weren't a family. Stop saying we're a family. We weren't a family. And then Yelena's like, no, it fucking mattered. Like, yeah us whistling and seeing fireflies in Ohio was a life. Why would you say that? I'm Florence Pugh. I'm your sister. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, Alexi is like, I want to fuck you. (laughs) He's just like, I've been in prison for a long time. Yeah, weird. He's a horny guy. And then she's just it, and she's into it. They play, they play it like her being like, "Oh, you're so you're as handsome as you've ever been." It's like, what? Wait, I I blacked out during this part. Do you I not remember, remember this. this part? No. He, it's it's they're all at the dinner table, and he's like, "I've been in prison a long time. It gets lonely. We should." Uh, and then they're like, "Stop talking about this. Why are we?" No. I I well I'll have to rewatch it. I might have been I filming don't... my dog. <laughs> Very true. Uh, so Melina uh, alerts Drakoff and his agents arrive to take them, but Romanoff convinces of, uh, her to help them and they pair use a face mask technology to switch places. So uh, how about that? <laughs> yeah, how about that? <laughs> that uh, was no. creepy. That was cool. Yeah. It took me a second though, because when Natasha and Melina were having that like little heart to heart, she's like, Oh, I'm so sorry to let you know I already let Dreykov know about you. And you're like, mm-hmm. you cold-hearted bitch. But mm-hmm. then uh, during the face swapperino, I was like, oh, does she have an ounce of, like, love in her heart still? Mm-hmm. So we had a two little swapperinos. Two little swapperinos. A swapperino of the face and a swapperino of the heart <laughs> this heard is, it here this, first folks you, we you, love you a swap burrito of the heart uh this is a yeah uh that was a, i guess that was fun it didn't really do anything for me it wasn't like whoa oh it definitely was for me i was oh, like okay. oh shit <laughs> maybe it's you know but it, but it gets everybody on the on the right side and yeah. makes it all happen uh, at the Red Room, an aerial facility. So the Red Room is uh, hidden in the sky, in the clouds. And it's just like a Super Smash Brothers melee <laughs> like yeah. place to fight. <laughs> yes, one of the stages on melee. Yeah. Very much. Vostikov frees Shostakov and Belova from their restraints. Drakov sees through Romanov's disguise and reveals that Taskmaster is Antonia, who suffered damage severe enough that Drakov had to put technology in her head to save her, in turn creating the perfect soldier capable of mimicking the actions of anyone she sees. Um, Scary reveal. Yeah, creepy. Yeah, very creepy. And it's just like everything that Natasha had been like running from and trying to you know come to terms with like yeah i had to kill that kid but at least i ended the red room now learning that you didn't kill the kid you didn't kill the red room 
Also, for what it's worth, the Red Room looks exactly like Barry's boot camp. Like, not only is it called <laughs> that, but it looks like it, too. It has that kind of, like, tech, like, fit, yeah. like, sleek aesthetic. There may as well just be dumbbells lying around. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This, is ho this one's a hard Wikipedia to, like, snap back to where you were because it's just a bunch of Russian Are, you're, are you reading this on your phone? I just pair the screen up next to the zoom thing this is just how i do it okay i've done this the whole time have you not noticed that i that no i have i just don't know why okay but i didn't want to question your methods i want to see both our faces as big as possible because oh. you're because you, because because you're nice to look at and i got an ego i gotta see me hey buddy. i've been looking at myself this whole time <laughs> yeah yeah i i'm i'm being facetious i look at only myself Hi. okay I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. I'll show you my we screen. Love... You want to share, want to share screens right now? You want to... no? Okay. No, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Romanov is unable to attack Drakov due to a pheromone lock installed in every widow. Maisie. What? What do you what's what's your scientific knowledge on pheromone locks okay. in your brain? <laughs> Pherom okay, I don't know a lot about pheromones. Did I try and Google them in middle school to figure out to make a boy like me? Yes. Is <laughs> that it is the basis? a true story? It is. The, is it the explanation for why all the snakes are so mad on snakes on a plane? Yes, it is. It's... Is it also maybe how things work in? The nutty professor. We, the world <laughs> may never know. There's definitely a movie where they talk about pheromones that I think is either the nutty professor, pro professor it is one of those like weird flubber. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure which one, one of it those is. weird early 90s where they're just like, we got to trick women into being with us. Yeah, that's a good thing that it's always worked. Um, pheromones, pheromones. I feel like. There's like animal studies on this. In terms of a pheromone lock, I could see like semi uh, mentally where the, the idea of conditioning, like mental conditioning and stuff comes into play. And I actually was uh, rather intrigued by Widow uh, or the whole thing about her having to sever the olfactory nerve, which is cranial yeah. nerve number one. Mm -hmm. And having to like smash that in her face, which mm, the science doesn't really match up because the uh, olfactory nerve is actually like a series of a lot of little nerves that actually go through something called the cribriform plate. And you'd have to yeah. shatter that and go back into your skull and really like, like do some damage internally. She'd be fucked up. You would so like, she like, should be fucked talking, up. Yeah. We're talking uh, <laughs> Scarlett Johansson's makeup at the end of this movie should have been like a giant bruise. Yeah. Like across her whole face because yeah. she busted her nose. But I did think this was kind of clever. I thought it was kind of stupid, like the moments where she's like, I'm going to punch you. And then she's yeah. like, oh, oh, I'm frozen. It yeah. like, felt like a crate. Like it was, it was, it was not, mm, it was clever. And I thought it was like original. Yeah. For what we've seen a lot. But yeah, it was a little flimsy. But whatever. Yeah, a little goofy. I enjoyed, but... I enjoyed it.
Uh, the pheromone lock uh, is installed in every widow, but uh, Natasha negates that by breaking her own nose and severing the nerve in her nasal passage. So as a, as a not science person, I was like, yeah, you don't got to smell. And then you can't, then you don't, then you don't have don't to have the nerve. You can't smell. No stinky sm toots here. If he has a smell thing where she smells and can't punch, if she can't smell, then she can punch. Yes. <laughs> you know, for all intents and purposes, you are exactly right. <laughs> you hear, if you hear uh, hoofs in the distance, you know, we're not thinking zebras. We're thinking horses. We're thinking sever the nerve. Yeah. Uh, if, I, if I hear hooves in the distance, I'm thinking run. <laughs> Shostakov battles Taskmaster. So we see the, the Red Guardian, he was called. So it's he's straight up, like, has a Captain America outfit. Yeah, and, but it's Russian. He used to have a shield, but it's like, he's a Russian guy. Uh, and he, I like the way he fights. Like, he's like, he's so goofy and animated. Yeah, Harbor in this he movie. really, he sells it in the way that, the only reason he sells it is because he just lets, he just sends it, you know? Like, he's 100% in this. There's that, no holding back. That moment in the when he's about to fight Taskmaster, and he's just like, he's just like, okay, well, sweetie, it, just in case I die. Oh, she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's always these things where he's talking and no one's listening. Got to be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> He's, I love David Harbour, man. He's a, like, I'm not watching Stranger Things for the the frankly weird looking kids now. If you, yeah. if you watch the trailer, it's off-putting. We shouldn't grow up with children. It's bad. <laughs> I don't like kid actors. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I do not like child actors. Get, get that Finn Wolf part out of my face. <laughs> I frankly think adults should play kids. Yeah, it would just remake Stranger Things, but have Michael Sarah. <laughs> Michael Sarah as eleven. <laughs> this one goes to eleven. Okay. Hey, Spinal Tap. Hey, okay, second season. We add Spinal Tap to the list. <laughs> God, we should go through. And, no, I'm not gonna listen to this whole podcast again. I'll do it. Ask, I volunteer. I'll we do should it. ask someone else to go through. Can you just take a note of every every movie that we reference? <laughs> uh, so so Alexi battles Taskmaster while uh, uh, Rachel Vice takes out one of the facility's engines. Again, she's like robotic. She's just like, I just want to let you all know that we are going to be going into a giant crash because I yeah. blew up one of the engines. Goodbye. Terrifying. Vice. We love a vice. They then lock Taskmaster in a cell. So they like, you're locked in here. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sorry. Tricked you. Drakov escapes as other Black Widows attack Natasha. So she's like beating the shit out of him because she was able to break the pheromone lock. And then she gets like a fucking dart in her shoulder and gets like starting to get her ass kicked by like 30 Black Widows. Uh, but Yelena exposes them to the antidote. She throws like an antidote bomb. That was <laughs> cool. The yeah. Their faces, yeah. though, when they get hit by the antidote gas, don't like it. Don't like that. <laughs> how are you supposed to? How for the viewers like at home, taste? Tim just tried to do his did impression it? of it, and I didn't did like that either. Okay, good. But they get a little red. They have like red eyes and whatnot. I don't know. Yeah. 
It's a red mist, a kid, you know, different things. And it makes red them look meets... evil. And so for an antidote, I'm like, couldn't you have made it like a nice aqua blue so that we know you're not <laughs> evil anymore? Yeah. You're red, the red room. Red is you're bad. Evil. Red is bad. Opposite is green. Green Thank means you. go. Green means go away from. Red and Drake green off. together. Christmas. How the Grinch stole Christmas. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. I'm speaking in tongues. <laughs> Uh, R- uh, Natasha copies the locations of the other widows worldwide from Drakov's computer as the facility begins to explode and fall. Big Explosions. CGI spectacle. Even yeah. in the Black Widow movie, we have facilities and buildings f- exploding and crash, bang, boom, crash, bang, the coot, um, <laughs> crash, bandicoot. Wow, I haven't thought about that in years. I said crash, bandicoot, um, which well, is different. It's a porn. Shut up. He spins a lot. Shut up. <laughs> she, retrieves, <laughs> she retrieves two surviving antidote vials and frees Taskmaster from the locked cell. Uh, Vostokov and Shostakov escape via a plane while uh, Yelena takes out Drakov's aircraft, killing him. This is kind of famously a terrible CGI moment. Yeah. The, the I worst, thought that the I was looking shit I've ever seen. So bad. It, it just so looked bad. like she was in front of some like eighties green screen. So was, bad. Honestly, I do. I have no, there's no defense for it. It's like yeah. the shittiest looking thing I've ever seen. And I would say most of this movie is like pretty good looking. Like yeah. the action sequences in, in, uh, in like Budapest where they're like on motorcycles and cars. And like, I think that's filmed really well and really exciting. But then you have this moment where she's just like, I'm going to sacrifice myself. It looked like kill, it was filmed know. on PBS, sponsored in so part by bad. viewers like you. Yeah, and I didn't have anything to do with that. I don't. I want to <laughs> make that very clear. <laughs> I was not involved with that shot at all. Uh, but she just goes tumbling. You know. You know when you when you kill Tumble. a Drakov. Yeah. Uh, in free fall, Natasha gives Yelena a parachute before battling Taskmaster midair. Midair okay. Taskmaster battle. Pause. Pause. Time for, we haven't done it in a while. Officially, is this medically possible? Now, I need to take us back to when Maisie was studying for the MCAT and talk, is this physically possible? So, Great. I have here some <gasps> math. Physics, you're doing math and physics, hell yeah. If we have a basic kinematic equation here being the distance at which they fell in the x, we'll call it the x-axis. If we say that the distance they fell is equal to the initial velocity times time plus one half acceleration times time squared, we have a basic kinematic problem that will get us the distance at which they fell. So how, how, like from how far up they're, Falling from the red room to the ground. Are you trying to determine how long that would take? No, I mapped how long it would take because oh, I watched okay. the movie. So they, st- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they start falling at one hour, 54 and 30, 13 seconds. And they okay. land at one hour, 55 and 31 seconds, which is one minute and 18 seconds. Or, oh, I did my math wrong. Hold on. <gasps> oh, no. No, it's a simple. It's simple. Hold on. Simple. Will it change I said 68 the... seconds, but it's actually 78 seconds. So 78 
Okay, my math still holds. So if, we're, if I'm calculating the height here and we assume that the initial velocity in the y direction is zero, then that first term just cancels out. So where that leaves us with one half acceleration or g or 9.8 meters per second squared times time squared, which is, what did I say it was? 78 seconds squared. Mm -hmm. That gives us 29,811.6 meters, which is, I don't know, give or take 80,000 feet. And here's the deal. You can't breathe up there. <laughs> so that's what I, that's about all I have to say about that. So uh, what you're saying is... Not physically the, possible. The you can't room. breathe. There's not enough oxygen. And I think there's either too much pressure or too little pressure up there. But I think that would be a fun... That would have been a fun twist in the movie is the they fly up to the red room and then uh, they get to a certain height, and then they uh, the pilot suffocates, and then the uh, helicopter goes crashing down to Earth. Well, that would have been medically possible now, Tim, because <laughs> the pilot wouldn't have enough oxygen to breathe. Well, there you go. I, Thank yeah. you. That was that was great. They you they did the math. You did the math. That was, I did. Uh, that was. Do you think so? If only that was a question on the MCAT. How far up is so that's far that's past like the that's past breathing time when's yes. what's breathing so height? I'm glad you asked because you. this is called <laughs> I looked this up the death zone is anything beyond eight thousand meters or around twenty six thousand feet so twenty six thousand feet and you said this was what eighty thousand feet yeah give or take eighty thousand feet. Okay, so you so this is not even like oh, it's like by off any by a little stretch bit. of this the imagination, full on sixty thousand yeah. feet higher and like, than you hear when that, you would die. Like when you're on an airplane, you're saying like we're cruising at you know thirty two thousand feet or whatever. Even yeah. that is there's not enough oxygen in the atmosphere at that point. Either that or it's something about the pressure and you can't breathe enough oxygen in or something along those lines. But yes, anything here's beyond, a question. I don't know the answer to it. Whatever you're gonna ask, I, no. I don't. I haven't done enough research. No, it's gonna. It's a good. It's a good question, and it's a question that I think is a smart question, unless I'm dumb. <laughs> so, a uh, good portion of the uh, the the calculation that you made is that not assuming that they are falling straight down. You're right. No it is stops. assuming they are falling straight down. They are. They, they fall at an angle, and then they also are running into like pieces of the red room and like you know sliding down it and kind of stopping for a bit i don't have enough uh i don't have enough variables to answer mm -hmm. any further questions at this okay. time your honor okay but could this be medically possible given the factors that i just listed physically possible uh no Okay, because it is 80, because it's 80 versus 20. That's fucking crazy. That is very much. Well, let me crunch some numbers and I'll let you know. Okay, I'm going to write to Stanley in heaven and tell him that he fucked up. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. You should have been here for this one. You would have been able to tell him that. <sighs> fucking guy. Anywho. Anywho, uh, after landing, uh, Natasha uses one antidote vial on Taskmaster and gives the other to Yelena along with the locations of the other mind-controlled widows so that she can find and free them. Uh, Yelena, uh, Alexei, and Melina say goodbye to Natasha and leave with Antonia and the freed widows. 
How's that for a bow? How's that for a bow on that, that story? They fucking did it. <laughs> so <laughs> like, I was really not expecting to a like this movie, and I loved sure. it. And yeah. B did not expect that like the whole family was gonna make it out at the end. Yeah, and you think someone's gonna die. I, I want to see more of these people. Like, yeah, and I thought like, at least one of them was gonna be gone. I didn't know whether or not these people signed up for further movies or whatever. And I honestly don't ever pay attention to that, so it's really anyone's game at the end of as these. As far movies. as I know, I think Pew is the only one confirmed for anything, or like, or like who has said, "Yeah, I'm gonna be more." Yes, yeah. but honestly. Honestly, if we got like Black Widow is not dead, she's just Florence Pugh now. I'm I'm here I'm, for it. Buckle I'm so up. here for it. I'm, I'm I'll drive. I, I will be the conductor of that train. <laughs> uh, just to wrap up, two weeks later, Mason supplies Romanoff with a Quinjet to use in freeing the imprisoned Avengers. Natasha has her blonde hair that we will see in Infinity War. Uh, so that just the hair just kind of tells you where she's yeah. at more than anything. Uh, and in a post-credit scene set after Romanoff's death, so uh, Yelena visits a, a, a small grave. For Yelena also has a dog. Uh, she mentions earlier in the film about how she wants to get a dog, and then she has a dog, and I think it's that's adorable. Nice. Uh, but in a post-credit scene set after Romanoff's death, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, played by Julia Louis-Dreyfus, blames her death on Barton and assigns him as Yelena's next target. Scary. Mm. This is also, there's someone earlier uh, when Natasha's asking where her mom was buried. I don't know if it was Melena or someone else saying underneath a tree and the graves. Is, oh, it was Dracoff. Underneath yeah. a tree and the grave says unknown. And it was yeah. so like sad and mean that I thought mm -hmm. that this, the, well, at least the beginning of this post credit scene was like, oh, buried under a tree and it says her name on it. Yeah, she gets the, she gets that kind of, um, so it's, it's nice. It's a nice closure, you know? I In personally of... got some closure as well because I refused to believe that she was actually dead after Infinity War. <laughs> so ending. you're like, oh, there we go. A grave site with her name on. When, Finally. When... When you heard someone blowing their nose, were you like, is that going to be fucking Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I did think that. <laughs> Anyways, we're Black Widow buddies now. Yeah. Black Widow like, 2. I have the subtitles on. I have subtitles on always because it's hard for me to mm. keep up. And when it said, like, she hears footsteps in the, in the distance, I was like, God damn it. It's still Natasha. I knew it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's Black Widow. I'm, yeah. I am, I am very happy that you liked it. I, yeah. I, I remember liking it. Uh, I watched this was my second time watching it since um, seeing it in theaters when it came out last year, and yeah, I was surprised by it as well. I thought it, I think it's just a solid entry in the in the series. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think it's perfect. I really mm -hmm. liked it a lot more than I liked I mean, like Captain America and uh, some other movies that we've seen like in between the big ones, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're yeah, I was. This, you're going with this one over Doctor Strange. Yeah, I like this one more than Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, well, what's next? What's the next one on our docket? So next on the docket, um, yeah, we're 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 rolling we're rolling we're through cruising. it. I want I want we're cruising we're cruising f uh, for a bruising towards the end of this uh, newsin. Uh, so I feel like I we have to get 
rolling with watching the next ones because I need to be fully, fully versed in the multiverse. Fully versed and fully ready. So we've got three movies to go before Doctor Strange, and we have the TV show Hawkeye, which I'm I just think we're gonna save till the end. Um, just and by that you mean through. just like not we, we, watch? Maybe, maybe <laughs> we don't need to watch it. Uh, <laughs> You know what, Tim? But, I think it would be absolutely lovely and adorable, and there would be some poetic justice if we just finished with the Marvel roast at the comedy club, and then just seeing, and then, then yeah, that's it. and the then end. seeing whatever movie that is, and just burying this podcast <laughs> and having a lovely funeral for it, letting it die. Okay, next up, uh, we got three <laughs> movies left. Next up, we're going to be watching Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh, it's uh, not the Shang- Eternals. No, it's not the Eternals. Okay, it is, uh, it's a sort of a Mar. Uh, it's the first uh, Asian American uh, character uh, that we're seeing as a lead. Uh, uh, Benedict Wong. Uh, from the Doctor Strange movies is uh, get some company. Uh, but this is great. It, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. It's super Kung Fu heavy, like very martial arts sort of style action. Um, and it's fun. Aquafine is in it. Simu Liu, uh, Tony Leung. Uh, so, so many great actors. So I'm excited. Uh, I've heard good things about a, this one. So it was a lot of fun. It's it gets a little generic and stuff towards the end, like they all do. But uh, That's I, okay I had with fun me. with this one. And God bless Simu Liu. I like. I think he's great. I saw him host SNL. Yeah, great. Yeah. All right, folks. Listen, Shang-Chi, Eternals, and Spider-Man. We're subscribe. so close. We're so close. We're almost there. <laughs> We're almost there. We did Listen, it. Like, comment, subscribe. Black Widow was better than we expected. Um, yada bing, bada boom. Bye. So long. The Marvelous Miss Maisie is a Unicow Media podcast. Music by Brian Parmalee, who you can follow on Instagram at Bodie underscore Foster. Cover art by Rachel Severance, who you can follow at Rachel Approves. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Marvelous Miss Maisie Pod. And if you like it, remember to subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts. You can also follow Maisie on Instagram at O underscore my underscore laud 624. And Tim on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at HaHaTimBridge. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.